0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition with Omri Al Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse95. Ramadan Kareem, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that is happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. I hope you're all having a wonderful day and making the most out of this holy month of Ramadan. But to keep you entertained during your quarantine period, let me tell you about a few tech stories that have been discussed over the past few days, starting with AI cameras. Many companies have you know, resumed regular working hours while at the same time making sure that the capacity that the company is keeping in regards to how many workers are functioning at the same time is kept to as minimal as possible. Right here in the UAE, we have, I think about 30% capacity for every store and for every company. But how can companies keep track of those limits? Many have resorted to using artificial intelligence cameras, and we're going to be telling you the latest about that. Around the world, Amazon has also decided to test video calls to verify third party sellers. We all know that Amazon is the middleman between us customers and the sellers that are out there on the market. But how do you make sure that all the products are legitimate? Well, Amazon has the solution. In our Tech This Out segment, we're going to be talking about Apple launching a customized experience for Ramadan. How did they play around with their App Store to make sure that they are prioritizing all the applications that will help keep our mental health and physical health in check during this holy month. Today we're also going to be giving you 12 ways on how you can get some spring cleaning done to your phone. How can you declutter your digital sphere and what should you get rid of? All this and more is coming up right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. COVID-19 has definitely changed the lifestyle of every single human being on this earth. We're all practicing social distancing. We're all trying to stay at home as much as possible. But many companies and many stores right here in the UAE are slow, and even around the world are slowly trying to reopen. Definitely keeping social distancing in mind, lowering the capacity uh, so that every store can have only 30% of the amount of people that it would usually have but stores and workplaces are definitely very eager to avoid spreading the COVID-19 pandemic however it all every person wants to go back to their work uh, businesses want to resume and the economy is definitely struggling now so returning back to normal is definitely going to be hard but creating a new normal will be possible if we're incorporating the use of technology and 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 this is exactly why many stores in California, in the United States, are questioning using artificial intelligence um, so that they can track how compliant our stores being with all the health guidelines regarding social distancing and mask wearing. Authorities right here in the UAE and around the world are definitely very persistent about how important it is for us to keep at least two meters between us and the people or the person standing in front of us and to constantly wear masks at all times. But how can stores keep track of that? How can stores assure that they are not uh, failing to comply to these rules because of the people entering their stores? This is exactly why many people are starting to suggest using the technology uh, that would profile shoppers entering the stores and leaving the stores. So it's kind of going to be working a little bit like helmets on construction sites. But these uh technologies would actually use artificial intelligence to find out if people are leaving a two meter distance between them and the person right in front of them and if they are wearing masks or not. So most work on a branch of artificial intelligence is known as computer or machine vision. So algorithms are typically trained on image libraries. So it would recognize these images. It would recognize the mistakes it makes and learn out of these mistakes. So Many stores would basically be working on implementing a technology that could cost up to $1,000 or even more. But this technology would basically analyze the data from all the shelf video cameras. So there, are, we all know that there are many video cameras installed in stores. But instead of having a security guard, you know, either having that security guard standing in the shop, acknowledging every person coming in every person coming out uh, having multiple staff be scattered around the store which would basically add more people for the capacity that is present in the store, I think it would be a lot safer uh, to have artificial intelligence watching from a distance, basically like an extra set of eyes. So these guards, instead of them enforcing social distancing, they would be practicing uh, self-isolation and social distancing themselves while monitoring a technology that would be in control of how much space are people leaving between each other. Some technology consultants have advised retailers and office landlords and even clients against introducing such new technology at a very chaotic time um, because they're basically worried that these businesses are going to be investing in tools that might just be needed only for a period of months, you know, a few months until hopefully COVID-19 becomes a thing of the past. And that is also added to many concerns that privacy activists are having uh, about how detailed is this tracking of people becoming you know a lot of people are worried about their privacy and what happens to all this information that is being stored in these systems so the question becomes whether the tech remains after covid 19 passes or is it going to stay is all this information going to be stored within the system but honestly if we think about it video in the store today to ensure social distancing will become a technology that is going to identify shoplifters tomorrow so technology is not really going to waste but that is another question that has been in the mind of many uh, security and privacy uh, researchers we're going to keep you up to date with all that arises with this story but around the world amazon is also trying to implement a technology of its own. They are testing video calls to verify third-party sellers. Now we all know Amazon tends to act like the middleman. They connect customers to sellers and back in the day before COVID-19, Amazon recently announced that they were going to be organizing in-person meetings with any third-party seller. But now that COVID-19 has caused all of us to basically have a lot of restrictions in terms of social distancing in terms of uh, self-isolating they are pivoting towards implementing video conferencing to make sure that they are identifying these sellers uh, identities how validated are these sellers how eligible are their products and this will basically allow them to make it even a lot more difficult for fraudsters to hide even though it's still going to be a little bit difficult uh, for Amazon to truly find out if people are forging their identities. It'll be a lot better than having uh, many products become mislabeled, banned, or even declared unsafe by federal agencies. The new live verification process is currently being trialed in many countries, including the United States, the UK, China, and Japan. And it basically involves an Amazon associate checking that a seller matches their ID and all the documents, that they have provided as part of their application however this process is not going to be involving any facial recognition technology to actually verify their identity so this is also going to be calling uh, for an opportunity uh, for the associate to answer questions about the application process and to see If it's going to uh, heap any benefits. As usual, we'll keep you up to date with all that arises from Amazon and all the companies that are going to be hopefully implementing artificial intelligence to track social distancing. But coming up, we're going to be talking all about a designer that created a bubble shield to protect us from coronavirus. Would you wear that bubble shield? We're going to be discussing all that in just a few moments. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be back very soon. You're listening to Pulse Ninety Five. Pulse Ninety Five. Check this out. Take this out. Pulse Ninety Five. Designers have become very creative in trying to find a way to protect us from COVID-19. Not only do they like to design very creative outfits, uh, ones that reflect their inspiration, but many of them have become inspired by this pandemic. We're going to be talking about an Italian designer who created what they would like to call a bubble shield. Now, the bubble shield, just like its name suggests, is basically an isolation suit that would protect the person wearing it against the coronavirus. The Italian design studio Design Libre created the prototype for the new kind of protective equipment that people might wear to protect themselves from this deadly disease. No one really knows what the world will be like as countries come out of lockdowns and the risk of infection remains the same, at least until there is a vaccine. So in the meantime, designers have basically come up with some creative ideas for how people are going to adapt, one of them being this bubble shield. This bubble shield basically looks like an inflatable personal environment, kind of like wearing being in a bubble basically when you're out there in a public space. But the best part about it is that it is solar powered, so no need for any kind of electricity and it's made out of fluorine based plastic it sounds very crazy because it really is and it honestly reminds me of those it kind of looks like these bubble balls that people would get into um run inside of like a hamster wheel and try and push other people around them in I'm pretty sure you've seen them at different circuses or um, activities that have been done outside, like um, play areas. But the way this bubble shield work is basically the top and the bottom of the bubble are connected by a zipper. So it's very easy for you to put the shield on and remove it. Uh, it's solar powered, as I've mentioned before, but it does have a battery pack in the backpack that powers the air pump compressor and fans. So it makes sure that you're having filtered air go inside the bubble. Um, The best part about it is that it's anti-pollution and anti-virus. It has an air pump, it has a fan inside, a power controller, an extra power supply if you don't have any way to get solar power, and a very easy to open zipper. So uh, even after COVID-19 passes, this shield could be used to purify and filter the air. So it is a solution to air pollution um, and it could actually make the design even more useful after a coronavirus vaccine is found. Many designers and labs are working on protection solutions for doctors. However, this might just not be the perfect outfit for a doctor, Um, it's a bit more focused towards average people so that they can go outside but at the same time still be protected from the virus. Now, this design though is very similar to another anti-coronavirus shield that that I have come across by Sun Dayong, which is also designed to prevent the transmission of uh, our mucus or the droplets that are found in the air after someone coughs or after someone sneezes. And it's actually worn just like a backpack. It's very convenient very very interesting design and I'm actually gonna be talking about it all tomorrow so make sure you stay tuned to find out about it but I'm gonna give you a little bit of a secret the shield is called be a batman so I'm just I'm just gonna leave that out there so get your imagination going but make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out all about it coming up we're gonna be telling you all about Apple's special way of celebrating Ramadan and it has to do with how their lighting up their app store. So make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95 we're all celebrating the spirit of the holy month of ramadan but apple is doing the same too in its very own way because even though we're all being encouraged to stay at home apple is trying to transform its app store to make searching the most popular applications a lot more enjoyable with a little bit of a touch of the holy month of ramadan to make it even more meaningful so what they have done is actually provide us customers with a very unique and different experience when we check their app store in the day Versus when we check it during the night. Both of them are very symbolic of the holy month since to us, the night nowadays has become a lot more alive than it would typically be any day in the rest of the year. So, what they have done is actually create applications or try and keep applications that touch upon what we would typically need during this month at the forefront of the app store. So, applications that have to do with our mental well being, with our physical health, you know some workouts that we can do uh, after iftar or before suhoor Uh, all these applications you would typically find them at the forefront or at the front page of the app store but this is actually the very first ramadan that users will be able to experience the app store fully in arabic if they want to and they're even offering more localized content from right here in the uae embedded within their app store. So as our lifestyles and habits change before and after sunset during Ramadan, the app store's day and night guide will show us different apps and different games that will suit these different phases of the day. So at daytime, uh, the app store is going to show us more of wellness, self-improvement, cooking, productivity, and casual gaming applications at night. And to give it even a better feel of this holy month of Ramadan, they actually are using the illustrations of from a Moroccan artist named Mohamed Simiej. Now, his illustrations are showing the day and night experience to help tell a visual story of the App Store as well as the tech story of it. Under the App Store's Game & Apps tab, you'll be able to discover not just new applications but also learn more features about apps that you already have on your phone. The App Store is also gonna be including a new today tab that is gonna focus on all the original stories that will help us users discover even more of what the App Store has to offer. I advise all of you to go ahead and check your App Stores, which I know is not checked very often unless we're looking for a certain application. But looking through it myself, uh, right now, there are so many applications that are showcasing different games that I could download. They also have a segment called App of the Day. Maybe they stole it from us. Um, but their segment app of the day is also showing another game that we can go ahead and download but since uh, we're also all working from home they have different life hacks that we can use and different tools that they're offering so that we can become more efficient during our remote working day so Honestly, it's a very different uh, twist on what the App Store would typically offer. There are different prayer applications. Uh, There's also an application called Khitma that is being showcased at the forefront of the App Store, um, which is an app that would typically help you um, read the entire holy book of the Quran throughout the month splitting it into uh, easier pieces to read along with translations if you're not an Arabic speaker. These are just a few of the applications that I happen to come across during my scroll through the App Store. So slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram and let me know what apps did you download after checking the App Store. Coming up, I'm going to be giving you 12 different ways on how you can declutter your digital sphere. It is spring cleaning time and we're all trying to keep our space as clean as possible since we are spending a lot more time at home so if you want to know a little bit about how you can declutter your phone make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95. this is pulse 95. how do you tech? how how, how do you tech? You've reorganized your wardrobes, rearranged your home office, turned around your living room and cleaned out your bathroom cabinets. What's next? Let me tell you what's next because it's time for you to declutter all of your tech gadgets. The clutter on these devices may not take up physical space but it's definitely taking a lot of your mental space. If you got too many things that are found on your desktop at the moment whenever you turn on your computer, so many apps cluttering your home screen once you look through your phone, it's time for you to go for a purge. And here are 12 things that you can do to help you move towards being a digital minimalist. First off, delete, delete, delete. Get rid of any of those applications that you don't use on a regular basis anymore. As a general rule, just like we say with clothes, if you haven't worn something for six months to up to a year, then you're never going to wear it again. And the same thing goes with apps. If you haven't used it in the last three months, then it definitely does not deserve a place on your phone. If you miss it, you can always download it again at a later date but why let it clutter your home screen? Second tip for the day is to organize all of the remaining apps in a way that makes sense. So one idea would be to divide things into work based and social based. So any of your social media platforms can be placed on one home screen. The rest can be placed on another. And this way, if you routinely check the news and the weather in the morning, those things can be on the top, for example, while all of the other social media apps like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook can be grouped into another home screens. (laughs) We'll be <laughs> back. Let's talk a little bit about your photos apps. How many blurry selfies do you have sitting on your or on your laptop taking up space never to be looked at again? It's likely that with every photo you take, you try about 20 different versions before getting that perfect shot. So go back and get rid of all of those, but keep the best of them. Sort out your favorite pictures and one easy tip would be if you own an Apple iPhone would be to just press on the little heart button that is found at the bottom of the photo. That way they're all going to be grouped into your favorites album and any of the other selfies that didn't look that perfect can go ahead and be deleted when you come across any great photos with your friends and your loved ones from years ago maybe it would be a nice idea to send it to them to remind those people that you're thinking of them even amidst a pandemic let's talk a little bit about your email inbox if it's anything like mine, it's going to definitely be overcrowded. Um, your inbox is probably the source of a lot of your daily stress. You're looking for that email, but you have a thousand others just sitting there absolutely useless. So go ahead and delete all these mails that you know you're never going to respond back to or those that you have responded to, but they're just sitting there in your folders. And We all know how annoying it is to get those emails from newsletters that you definitely don't read but just happen to be there. So go ahead and unsubscribe from any newsletters that you routinely delete anyway if you're trying to be a little bit more brave this quarantine period you might just want to go on an email bankruptcy what do i mean by that i mean deleting everything in your inbox and having a sense of relief before starting it all over again this is a method that i would suggest you only use if you're truly desperate um, because you might just end up wishing you would have kept that one specific email or that one specific contact detail that you're looking through uh, when checking your inbox so But if you're really looking to go ahead and have a clean slate, you might just want to go ahead and want to delete all of those emails. Next step is to turn off your mind by saying no to notifications. Your phone is probably pinging all the time. If it's not work, it's school. If it's not school, it's the kids. If it's not the kids, it's the neighbors asking for something. So... Sometimes it would help you to just turn off all of your notifications, at least for an hour every single day to give your mind a little bit of a mental break. Since we're all sitting in quarantine, it might be just a good time for you to rethink your passwords. Many of us, including myself, are guilty of using and reusing the same passwords for multiple things you could be using your birthday you could be using your siblings names for the passwords of some of the most important parts of your life your bank account your bank pin number uh, your facebook's uh, login credentials so go ahead and change those up we have some time right now on our hands so we might as well strengthen our security measures And in the day and age that we live in it's very easy to get depressed from simply looking through our news feeds you know we tend to use Twitter for news Facebook for friends Instagram for inspiration but sometimes that inspiration ends up with comparison so my advice for you today would be to stop following and start unfollowing people that clutter up your feeds and don't add any value to your life so if you love that inspirational page that you've been following keep it but any of those people that you've been comparing yourself to whether it was fitness wise wishing you could have their bodies it might just not be the perfect time for you to be following them so while you're at it why not also start muting alerts from all those groups that annoy you on whatsapp and only keep those that are very important whether it was for work or whether it was for school any of those groups that don't matter anymore, let's go ahead and mute them. Last but not least, swipe your hard drive. Look for a program on the internet that will clean your hard drive for you. Some easy ones would be Clean My Mac or Clean My PC, but trust me, starting out with a clean hard drive is the best way to go ahead and welcome your remote workspace once again. These are just a few tips on how you can declutter your digital sphere as we're spending our time in quarantine DM us on at 95 Radio on Instagram let me know do you have any other tips on what you've been doing to keep your tech space clean Future Talk is coming to an end, but we will be returning same time tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, if you've missed any of our recent shows, you can go ahead and catch up on all of them on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud on Future Talk 95. Until then, I'm going to be leaving you in the safe hands of the Dream Team. Aisha mazmi and Mikhail Atiyeh are definitely going to be keeping you entertained with all the new shows that are with all the new shows that have been launched to celebrate the holy month of Ramadan. So if you need any more tips on what should you watch this month, make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll see you tomorrow. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.